This is On The Tee. Brought to you by Canteen Vodka Soda. Ready to drink, ready to go. Now here's your host, Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome in, welcome in. It is On The Tee here on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you on this Sunday morning, getting you ready for the final round of the PGA Championship at Southern Hills Country Club in uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, just looking at the top leaderboard, Pereira, at the top leaderboard, nine under, and then right behind him, three shots back, it's Willie Zalatoris, Matt Fitzpatrick as well um, at, uh, at six under, and then you've got Cam Young at five under, who's four shots back, obviously, do the math. Um, I know I don't have to do it for you. It wasn't my strong suit in college. Um, answer, Abe Answer is uh, four under, and uh, you've got Power at three, Bubba Watson at two, Sink at two, Justin Thomas at two. I'm going to start right, I- I'm going to stop, I should say. I'm going to stop right there. Um, those are right there, your, your, your top seven and realistically, uh, trying to figure out who's going to win this damn thing. Uh, I, I don't realistically, I don't think you should look past Cam Young. Um, but you never want to doubt what Justin Thomas could possibly do, even though he's seven shots back. We've seen him go out on a Sunday and shoot a 63 and shoot a 64. And, uh, and obviously you need some of these young guns at the top of the leaderboard um, to uh, have those Sunday afternoon jitters and uh, possibly wet themselves. So, um, and that very, very well could possibly happen. Uh, only time will tell. We will see. Uh, when do you want to start really paying attention to this tournament? Around 1.55, 2 o'clock this afternoon, Bubba Watson and Webb Simpson. Uh, they are the twosome that tee off. Uh, I do like some bets on on Bubba today. I'll get into those a little bit later on in the show. 205 is Stuart Sink and Justin Thomas. Again, uh, I I really, and and I'm going to share some odds with you in regard to Justin Thomas. Him and Rory just had a a miserable round yesterday. Um, uh, Let me give you that score. 74 for Justin Thomas. And uh, Rory as well shot a 74. So uh, obviously some big hills to climb in order for Justin to even get back into uh, the potential, the possibility of winning this thing—it's uh, very, very far-fetched. But again, I've, we've we've th- we've seen wilder things happen, uh, crazier things happen. And again, looking at the top leaderboard, you've got four, the four guys that that honestly are in contention, and that's Pereira, Zalatoris, Fitzpatrick, and Young. Not one of the four have ever won a major before. Not one of the four have ever. Um, been in this situation before on a Sunday. And I talk about it all the time. It's one thing to be on, on the PGA Tour, of course. Fitzpatrick has had a lot of success overseas. Um, it's one thing to be the hunter. It's another to be the hunted. So um, you've got uh, answer in, in power, teeing off at 215. You've got Zalatoris and Young teeing off around 225. And then Pereira and Fitzpatrick at 235. And I do like the fact that that is your, uh, that's your finishing twosome because uh, my money is on Fitzpatrick to win this today. And, and I'm going to get into all those reasons why. So here are your top four storylines coming into this afternoon. And that is Pereira and his nerves. Now, um, he, uh, he's young, a rookie. The only reason that he is playing on the PGA Tour right now is because he has three wins on the Corn Ferry Tour last summer. And so what happens? You get three wins, boom, you immediately get pumped up uh, to the PGA Tour. And this is just his 27th career PGA Tour event. 
in his first ever weekend at a major championship. So just let's just marinate in that for a minute, right? Like uh, he, he's been playing sensationally first in strokes gain total, first in strokes gain putting. Uh, where where he is lagging, no pun intended, is 26 around the green. So, um, and by the way, his odds to win is is plus 130. Um, and with with all due respect, he he he's had a, a phenomenal phenomenal three days. Okay, especially in horrible weather conditions. 68 on Thursday, 64 on Friday, 69 yesterday. Yesterday was just miserable. Um. But I just, part of me is uh, the, the, what, the lack of sleep he must have gotten last night and the, um, uh, the nerves that I'm sure uh, he's going to have to deal with, uh, especially the fact that he doesn't tee off until 2.35 this afternoon. That's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. Um, Another storyline is Willie Zalatoris. Willie Zalatoris came out strong. Now, here's the thing with Willie. He ranks 185th in putting on tour. Okay? Uh, but, boy, did he put on a putting clinic, especially on Thursday. Shot a 66. Shot a 60, 65 on Friday. Yesterday, no bueno. Did not do well. Shot a 73. Why? Started struggling with his putter again. It's, that's Typically, that's what happens with him. He is hands down one of the best ball strikers on tour. No denying that, okay? Um, he gained 6.18 shots on the greens across his first 36 holes. Can that sustain, or is he going to continue to diminish in regard to, and it's not even the long, it's, it's the short little six-footers, five-footers that, that he just he constantly misses. Um, so... The only way Willie Zalatoris, three shots back, wins this bad boy today uh, is if his flat stick gets hot. And track record says, no, it's not the case. By the way, uh, second in strokes gain total, six in strokes gain, tee to green, uh, but was 55th in putting yesterday on Saturday, hence the 73 that he posted. Um, Pereira right now on, on, on data golf, has a 51% chance of winning uh, this tournament today. Um, and, and again, this is statistically. This isn't, this isn't equating, you know, the analytics here isn't about the fact that, you know, this is uh, only his 27th career PGA Tour event, let alone the first time that he's at the top of the leaderboard coming into a major on a, on a Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon. So keep that in mind. So 51% for Pereira to win, 15, 1-5, 15%. For Willie Zalatoris to win. Again, Pereira winning plus 130. I'm not putting a dime on that. Um, and, and again, with all due respect to the young man, he's uber Chilean, uber talented. I just don't know if today is his day. I think the nerves will definitely get to him. Willie uh, to win is four to one. And I'm not putting money on that either for a number of reasons. Number one, I already have money on Willie. I put money on Willie at the start of the, start of the tournament. I put w- money on Willie after round one. So I've already got some coin on him, but four to one, if hypothetically speaking, let's just say that I did not um, at four to one with the way that his putter typically behaves, which is no bueno. Um, I am I am not putting my money on uh, on Willie today. Um, some other big storylines: bunkers, bunkers, bunkers. 
And this has been a hot topic of discussion all week. And we've got uh, John Muscari, head pro at Alpine Country Club, who's going to be joining us at 830 today. To uh, and, and, and I'm going to ask him a little bit more about this situation. You know, usually in, in folks out there who are listening to the show, assuming you guys golf as, as often, as frequent, and love golf as much as I do, man, there's nothing better than being in this, you know, beautiful, plush, white um, sand trap, you know, when you have to be in it, not, not, not that you want to be in it, but when you have to hit out of it, you know, it's plush, it's, it's, it's white, it's, it's not gritty, it's, um, you know, I even love, you know, the, the new sand traps out there that have the, like the little crystals in them, you know, it's just, it's so pretty, you feel like you're feeling, you're, you're on a beach out there in, in Destin, Florida somewhere. Well, that's not the case here. Um, these sand traps have been absolutely horrific, even to the point where they are damaging. They've been damaging the golfers' um, irons, their wedges. So, and a lot of golfers have been really frustrated. They're not getting any spin out of them. The sand has been an absolute bear. Uh, why? A lot of it has to do with weather conditions, from what I understand. Again, uh, interested to talk to John Muscari, who's coming our way around 8.30 about that um, and, and why that is the case at Southern Hills. Um, also, the other big storyline to pay attention to today is just um, keep an eye on that 17th hole. Um, the, uh, the folks at Southern Hills moved the tee boxes up on the par 4 17 far enough to make it a reachable par 4 for every player in the field. Um, so it's really going to be interesting to see who decides to do what when they get to the 18 and the 18 really uh, think about it, you know, an Eagle two strokes is, is a distinct possibility of winning this tournament or not. So um, there's a lot of drama that can be had when, uh, when this tournament after this tournament makes the, uh, the, the, the turn with your final groups coming in as they approach 17, taking a look at the leaderboard you know, seeing where they're at and uh, did, do desperate times calls call for desperate measures and will they be trying to drive the green on 17? So th- those are some of the big storylines, right? Pereira, his nerves, young, rookie, can he win a major? Willie Zalatoris, his hot stick, can it get hot? Bunkers, bunkers, bunkers. How will that play into today's round and the drivable hole 17? These are your top storylines coming in to Sunday. Um, also some news, if you haven't heard yet, unfortunately, Tiger Woods has withdrawn from, uh, from the PGA Championship. Uh, nine over 79 yesterday. Big reason why, obviously, you know, he, we saw him, he, he tweaked his, uh, his injured foot, his injured leg on Thursday. Uh, valiant effort to come out on Friday and continue to play and made the cut, which was amazing. So now we've seen him play in two majors, the Masters as well as this one, and make the cut. Uh, but when weather conditions get bad, it, it just does, does not bode well for Tiger Woods. Listen, you know, he's, he's up there in age. He's got a lot of injuries. Uh, for those who play golf and, and you're in your 50s, you know it's hard sometimes. Weather conditions, when it's cold, it's rainy, it's wet, you're sore, arthritis, whatever the case may be. Um, and, and that's definitely what, what has uh, hindered Tiger Woods, along with the fact that he, uh, he tweaked his, uh, his leg and, and, of course, said that he was in quite a bit of pain following that Thursday round. But again, you got to tip your hat. you got to commend him. Really unbelievable performance that he even made the cut. Listen, Scotty Scheffler, I said this coming in. 
I felt this was Scotty Scheffler's tournament to lose coming in. Scotty Scheffler was, was, was healthy <clears throat> and didn't even make, make the cut. And here you got Tiger Woods just <clears throat> a few months after that horrific car accident and, uh, and, and at least makes the, the cut, but unfortunately withdraws. We don't know what the situation is moving forward with the other majors. Uh, he has not committed to play the U.S. Open, which is scheduled for June 16th and uh, start June 16th through the 19th um, in, uh, in Massachusetts, <clears throat> Country Club Brookline in Massachusetts. Uh, but he has said that he is planning to play in the 150th Open Championship at St. Andrews in Scotland, and that is July 14th through the 17th. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, plenty of time for Tiger to get healthier. But, you know, is, is, this, is this a trend that we're going to see continue with Tiger uh, moving forward where, you know, he'll, he'll make the cut because he's just so good. But at the end of the day, uh, can, can he play four rounds, especially when weather conditions uh, don't cooperate with, with, with him physically? It's, uh, it's hard to watch. Anita Marks with you here at 98.7 ESPN. Um, on the T is uh, brought to you by PGA Tour Superstore. It's golf's biggest season at your New York and New Jersey PGA Tour Superstores, home of the golf pros and beginners, and uh, the largest selection of golf clubs and men's apparel. Um, so taking a look at, uh, at, at the leaderboard and, and where my money is, is flowing today, um, I'm taking a look at, at Matt Fitzpatrick for a number of reasons. Uh, second in strokes gained total, as well as around the greens, third in putting. Where he's struggling is 39th on approach. You can get him to win at plus 360. You can get him to shoot 70 or better at minus 108. Now, and, and, and here's why, again, uh, in looking at Fitzpatrick. All four guys at the top leaderboard who, in my opinion, have an opportunity to win this, um have very little to no experience. Fitzpatrick, 17th in the world golf rankings. Um, and uh, doesn't necessarily have a great track record with the majors. He's just got one top 10 finish in 27 starts. But he thrives in difficult conditions. Weather conditions aren't supposed to be any any better today than they they have been the past few days. And, um, and, and he's had success uh, winning big tournaments overseas. So he's been in these moments before. He's experienced this type of pressure before. So again, that's where my money's flowing. I'm going to put some money on, on, on Fitzpatrick to win at plus 360. You can get him to shoot 70 or better today at minus 108. Um, also, another guy that I'm putting money on, and that is Cam Young. And for all of us here, he's a hometown guy. Uh, don't forget his father, David, is a longtime pro at Sleepy Hollow Country Club, which, which is one of my favorite clubs here to play uh, in, in, in the, uh, the tri-state area, located in the Hudson River north of New York. Now, you could get him to win at plus 850. You can also get him to finish in the top five at minus 125. He's got, a, he's got a, almost an 80% chance to finish in the top five. He's sitting at four right now anyway. He's five under. He tees off at 225. He shot a 67 yesterday and Friday. So um, it's probably one of my favorite bets out there, Cam Young to finish in the top five at minus 125. But why not throw some coin on him to win at plus 850? Those are some really, really great odds. Um, his, his rookie year, he already has three runner-ups, four top 10s, seven top 25s in his first 16 starts. He drives the ball exceptionally well. 
Uh, he's hitting the ball exceptionally well. And here's the key. Him and, and Willie Zalatoris uh, have been roommates at one point in time. And so they're going to be, t- they're teeing off. They're playing together. So even though he's young, no pun intended, um, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is definitely, I'm sure, uh, a very stressful situation coming into Sunday, having an opportunity to win a major, your rookie year, all that that he must be going through just to have the, the, the comfort level of playing in a round, your twosome, with one of your dearest friends who, uh, who you, uh, you, you roomed with at some point in time, that's got to give him, as well as Willie, some comfort. And again, I would, I would double down, triple down, quadruple down on Willie Zalatoris if I had confidence in his putter, but I don't today. So that's why I am I am leaning more towards Matt Fitzpatrick to win at plus 360 as well as Cam Young to win at plus 850. And again, two other side bets you can make, prop bets. Um, Matt Fitzpatrick, 70 or better today at minus 108. Cam Young to finish in the top five at minus 125. Taking a look at Rory, man, Rory came out. He put on a clinic on uh, on Thursday and was just I want to say he hit 10 of his first 14 greens it, it, it was just he was just ridiculous he shot a 65 and then um and then he's just destroyed it since then a 61 on Friday a 74 yesterday he's just all over the place um so uh, you, you can you can get him to finish in the top five where he where he stands right now is he's tied for 17th he's even so for him to finish in the top five, I mean, he's going to have to make some ground. That's six to one. I'm not putting money on that. You want to put money that possibly he finishes in the top 10? He's, uh, he's, he's one back from finishing in the top 10. Okay. Um, he's got a 37. Data golf, he's got a 37% chance of finishing in the top 10. That's plus 160. So uh, if, if, you, if, you, if you're feeling confident in Rory, Rory typically does have good Sundays now. I will say that. Okay. Um, then I, I'm not going to be mad at you. You want to put one plus 160 to, for him to finish in the top 10, but I wouldn't put any more than that. And like I said, when I opened up the show, why not throw some coin on, 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 Dustin, uh, on Justin Thomas? 25 to 1 to win. Here's a good one for you. For him to finish in the top 5 at plus 210. Now, he's tied for 7th right now. He's 2 under. He tees off at 205 today. Didn't have a great round yesterday, but shot a 67 both Thursday and Friday. And so uh, for him to finish in the top five, um, he, he's, he's going to have to have a blistering round in order to even have a chance to even be in contention to possibly win this. And not only is he going to have to have a blistering round, but like I said, Pereira, Zalatoris, Fitzpatrick, Young, they're going to have to wet the bed. I don't anticipate that to happen, but at 25 to 1, throw $5 on it. What do you have to lose? $5? Okay. Uh, but I, I think the better bet here is for Justin Thomas to finish in the top five at plus 210. And again, Data Golf gives you a 30, 29-30% chance of that happening. Also, here are two other prop bets I like when it comes to Justin Thomas. Lowest score today, 16 to 1. I'm sorry, 18 to 1. Lowest score for Justin Thomas today, 18 to 1. 69, shooting a 69 or better is minus 112. Minus 112 for Justin Thomas. So some prop bets there for Justin Thomas. Two other guys uh, that I want to talk about before we take a break, and, and John Mascari is going to join us next. Um, and, and I'm using these guys in a lot of DFS, and I'm also uh, I'm, I'm going to play some, some prop bets on these guys as well. And that's Stuart Sink. 
Listen, he finished third at the U.S. Open here back in 2001. He knows this course. His son is on his bag. I love that. I love that storyline. He's, t- he's seventh in strokes gain total. He's fifth in strokes gain off the tee. And uh, he's got a 41% chance of finishing the top 10. And you can get that at even money. So right now he's in the top seven. He's two under. 69 on Thursday, 68 on Friday, 71 on Sunday. He's two under. He's tied for seventh. 41% chance to finish in the top 10. You get that at even money. I'd run to the window right now. I like the way that Stuart Sink's been playing, and he knows this course well. And last but not least, Bubba Watson is uh, another dude that I'm, uh, I'm going to put some money, some coin on today. Uh, seventh in strokes gained total. First in strokes gained tee to green. Sixth on approach where he's struggling is putting. His flat stick gets hot today. Watch out. Um, he's got a 44% chance of finishing in the top 10, and you could get that at plus 125. So I'm going to play that, and I'm also going to play him shooting a 71 or better at minus 112. So some prop bets there, some side bets on Stuart Sink and Bubba Watson. And last but not least, uh, in some DFS lineups, uh, not DFS, sorry, in, in some matchups, um, I, I love Fitzpatrick over Pereira, but it's minus 170. That's a lot of juice. So I, I'm going to use that as a, uh, as, as a parlay, a matchup parlay bet. Um, I, I, I typically don't like to put money down on anything that's over minus 140. Um, I do like Cam Young over Willie Zalatoris at minus 105. Um, I like Power over Answer at minus 120. Answer has just been horrible around the greens. So I, I do like that a lot. And I like Bubba, love Bubba over Webb Simpson at minus 110. So those, those are the four matchups that I'm playing heading into today's tournament. Bubba over Webb, minus 110. Power over Answer, minus 120. Young over Willie Zalatoris at minus 105. And Fitzpatrick over Pereira at minus 170. So um, there you have it. Uh, your top storylines heading into today, as well as uh, some of the coin, where my coin's going to be flowing. And uh, I recommend yours as well. Quick break. We come back. Uh, John Muscari joins us next here on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> Welcome back to On the Tee. Uh, today's weather report brought to you by Miomi Wine. Whether you're tuning in to watch the pros or celebrating your own game, tip a glass of Miomi, the official wine of the PGA Tour. Visit Miomi.com today. Please enjoy Miomi Wines responsibly. Miomi Wines, Acampo, California. And uh, around 9 a.m. today uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, it's going to be about 55 degrees, winds anywhere between 10 to 12 miles an hour. And then later on this afternoon, uh, when the big boys uh, who are at the top of the leaderboard tee off, um, a lot of sun, wind still around 12 miles an hour, temperatures a little bit higher up in uh, 65, uh, 67. It won't hit, it won't hit 70, uh, but it looks like it, it's going to be nice. But uh, of course, we, we just, we've seen how bad those winds are. It's time for our Inside the Numbers brought to you by Teza, and we bring in John Mascari. John, how you doing? Head pro at uh, Alpine Country Club, just back from the Preakness, was there yesterday, um, probably getting shelled at the infield. How you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's uh, it was a real hot day down in Maryland in uh, Maryland yesterday, but it feels good to be back up north did, and I'm um, doing well. Did you win money? Did you have money on um, on early voting? I did not. I won a, I won some money in the in the ten race because uh, my son's birthday is ten ten. And the horse that won was horse number 10, and his name was Joe, which is my son's name. So that's, that was the big winner for me. <laughs> Other than that, I might as well put all my money into, like, a little fire pit and set it on fire. 
there you go there you go hey i was giving you some winners early by the way you were so, but i was like in an uber getting there and it was story of my life okay all right sounds like it was a complete mess anyway let's dive into uh let's dive into the pga championship looking at the top leaderboard john uh no no really big names up here right yeah justin thomas uh he's seven shots back rory forget about it uh he wet the bed but share with us you know what do you think mentally these guys did they sleep last night knowing that this is an opportunity to win their first major of the season you could, I mean, not only the first major, this is for these guys, some of them first win on the PJ Tour. You know, Pereira doesn't have a win. Fitzpatrick doesn't have a tour win. Zalatoris, we know, doesn't have a tour win. Cam Young doesn't have. So this, this is, you know, they could all have a slumber party and stay up all night, these guys. But what's, it's going to be interesting to see how it starts out, right? I want to see who's, who puts up a number early, you know, who's two under through six or versus who's struggling right off the bat. And and that's where we'll see some separation. I was really impressed by how Pereira played um, because he had, he had spots where he was, it was like a roller coaster. You know, he was two under on his first seven holes yesterday. Then he goes four over at his next five. Then he's three under at his last six. So you've got this roller coaster type round, but it, it didn't seem to bother him, right? He managed his way around the golf course and that little stretch, he was okay um, on eight, nine and 10 where he, uh, he made three bogeys in a row. You have to remember that even though he doesn't have a tour win and he's relatively still an unknown player, he had, to get onto the tour, he won three times on the Corn Ferry Tour. He was part of that huge playoff for the bronze medal at the Olympics. So he does have some grit behind him. And, and we could say the same for Fitzpatrick, who's won seven times all around the world and who won a U.S. amateur title. So even though they don't have tour wins – they know how to close out a tournament. So it should be a fun fun uh, Sunday afternoon. As you mentioned before, the weather seems perfect. The winds are not going to be anywhere near what they were the previous days. 0% chance of rain. Mid-60s for the leaders teeing off in the afternoon. And a, and a great uh, – should be a great finish. Um, all right. So so let's uh, – what, what gives with these bunkers? It's all I've been hearing for the past three days. Like all these tour players complaining about the bunkers. It's destroying their wedges. And and why is the sand why is the sand so bad in those bunkers at a major? Destroying their wedges. These guys get free clubs every week, but um, it's a different type of sand. It's called Tour Signature. Uh, they get it from Ohio. It's darker than what you're used to. It's a little more pebbly, if that's a word. You know, like little grains and pebbles in it. And um, what, what happens is when you have let's call it small rocks and small pebbles, they get in between the ball and the face of the club, okay? And that takes spin off the ball. Makes sense? There's no – the ball and club don't always make pure contact. So these guys are used to being able to nip that ball out of the bunker and with spin. Now it kind of tends to roll out a little bit. And you'll see a lot of the players came in and, and they switched maybe the wedge that they have. So you, you want a little less bounce on your wedge, so it could dig more and get out of that, that firmer, harder sand. Um, nothing these guys can't handle. It's, you know, it's almost like playing on a public course where you have not a lot of sand in the, in the bunkers. But it's, uh, they're firm. The, the ball really doesn't plug in them. And you have to make some adjustments. And listen, bunkers are not guaranteed up and downs. So it's a hazard. So if you hit it in there, it's, you're going to have to hit a tough shot out. And with the greens running fast, sometimes that's a little more difficult to get close. Um, the drivable 
17th hole, I think, is going to set up for some great drama later on today, especially as uh, we take a look at the leaderboard as these guys approach desperate times, calls for desperate measures. Um, I, I love the fact that they made it a drivable par four. Um, y- your thoughts on, on 17? Yeah, it's fantastic. We all remember Colin Morikawa when he won, where they had he drove it onto that green on 17 on the West Coast. And great for drama. Why not, right? We're coming out, 18's a really hard hole on its own, but let's give them a chance to, if they have to make a shot up or two, to take the driver out and try to knock it on and make eagle. Great drama. Good for TV. Uh, again, John Mascari joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Tiger Woods withdraws, unfortunately. Too much pain. But, man, you, you got to come in another, and, and we talked about it on our, our golf digital show that we did on, on Tuesday, and that is, you know, we 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 didn't know if he was going to be able to make the cut because a much larger field here, many more guys that he had to contend against than at the Masters. But man, um, he 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 grinded it out uh, the end of the day on on Friday to make the cut, but unfortunately has to uh, has to withdraw and, and won't play on Sunday. Your thoughts on what you saw from Tiger? Yeah, it was certainly that limp was more pronounced um, as we saw later in the day and I don't like to watch Tiger I don't like to watch that Tiger does that make sense so I want him to get better I want him to get well a hurt Tiger is not a good Tiger for me and I mean I think about what he has to go through he's had so many surgeries right it's been February 21 when he had the, the, the car accident they had to rebuild his leg he's got two steel poles in it he's got a, a repaired ankle and think about it takes him like three hours to get ready for his round. You know, his stretching, his warm-up. Then he's out on the golf course for five hours. Then he's coming in. He's playing Southern Hills, underlining the word hills. And it's just tough on his body. His post-round, it's, it's a huge lift for him. And I think mentally he wants to compete. I just don't think if his body could catch up anymore. And it's, you know, you have to see what his path is going to be now. Is it just going to be, I'm going to play in these majors. And I feel like he has to warm up to get into these tournaments. He can't just show up and play two rounds and make the cut. And then the last two rounds, he's just struggling to get it around. Um, I do think it'll be a little easier on him at St. Andrews just because of the terrain. Uh, he's got such great hands. He can move the ball around. He could run it. He could hit a lot of different shots. But, um, it just didn't look like the Tiger I knew, and I, I loved watching. And it's, it's sad, but we still tune in, right? It's like when Jordan played for the Wizards, we were still watching Jordan because we, we, we thought it might be his last. And I, that's how I feel now. It's like, do we want to just keep on watching because we're afraid we're going to miss his last, the last greatness? So I hope he gets better soon. I hope he, if he has to take even a further step back to rehabilitate, great but i just don't think he'll ever be the same tiger you know you you mentioned the u.s open is uh, scheduled for june 16th uh through the 19th at the country club of brookline massachusetts and then of course we've got the uh the 150th open championship at st andrews in scotland on july 14th through the 17th Uh, tiger said that uh he is eyeing to play in scotland but not the u.s open why is that what is what is it about the u.s open that you feel even before to this this weekend right like what is it about brookline what is it about that that tournament in that course that you feel tigers like no i'm not going to play there i i don't think it's so much about the course i think it's just going to be the way the usg sets up u.s opens 
you know, it's going to be heavy rough. It's going to be a really tough golf course. You know, they hate people shooting 20 under par, so they're going to make it really tough. And when you're not well and you're playing an impossible golf course, no one wants to – it's not fun. <laughs> Does that make sense? It's not fun for him. And he doesn't want to go out there and embarrass himself, and he doesn't want to shoot 85 or 80 uh, in the second round because he's knocking it all around the place and can't get through. I the the open parkland of St. Andrews is a much better uh, pasture for Tiger. I don't think um, he's too nervous about that, but the U.S. Open is going to be a tough challenge. Based on what we've seen so far, right, first three rounds here this season, U.S. Open, Rom favored along with Colin, Rory, and Scotty at 12-1. to 1. Scotty not making the cut. I mean, Jesus. Uh, Justin Thomas, 16-1, to 1, along with Cam Smith, Hovland, DJ, Brooks Kepka, Spieth, 20-1. to 1 along with Shoffley and Cantlay. Fitzpatrick, 29-1. to 1. Willie Zalatoris, 33-1. to 1. Obviously, we know that these two guys are going to be battling it out today to see if they could win their first major. Right now, looking ahead the next few weeks, who, who stands out to you based on what you've seen this weekend and this season in golf that you think, you know what, that golfer has a chance to win the U.S. Open? It's, it's tough not to mention Fitzpatrick and dive deeper into that. I mean, three rounds in the 60s here uh this tournament he's been piling up top 10s top 20s all over the place um he make he's made the cut at six straight majors and he likes playing tough venues if that makes sense the tougher the golf course the better he plays uh he's a u.s am champ he's seasoned he's played in the Ryder cup so you look all the people that are on that leaderboard and, and the people we're seeing now like yeah, they have some experience here or there, but no one as much as Fitzpatrick, if, if you ask me. He's won at every level, and he's he's calm under pressure. He's got seven worldwide wins, and I think he's someone to keep my eye on. And I think he will prevail uh, today and uh, win his first major and first tournament. How about that? I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I said that's where my money is. I'm on Fitzpatrick. I'm also going to throw some coin on Cam Young, which, by the way, do you know his father? Do you know uh... – yeah, his dad's a PGA pro as well, um, mm-hmm. which obviously makes it pretty meaningful for this tournament for him. But, listen, he hits it a long way, man. And he, he doesn't get the credit for having a really well-round game. He's just known for being long. But, you know, he's a guy who's kind of always played second fiddle. You know, we know that he was uh, with Will Zalatoris in college. But I like the guys that are scrappy, that always kind of have to fight for everything they need. And, and I, I like to see him play well today and, and be in the mix. John, appreciate it. Um, have a great day out there at Alpine Country Club. And uh, sorry, sorry you didn't win any money at the Preakness yesterday. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.